are tuned in to another segment of Women Who Boss Up. This is conversations with women who rise above and become bosses. These women have a sense of confidence and awareness about where they stand in the world today. Now, my guest today is someone I've known for a very long time. We go way back. I have Nicole Klemmer in the studio. How are you today? Hello, hello. Good to be here. Glad to have you. So we're going to be talking about your journey to get you to where you are today and why I feel you are a a woman boss. Let's start off by when you left high school. Tell us, you know, what you majored in. Where did you go to college? And let's start from there. Um, I think originally when I started college, I was went to college to be a music major because I'd been playing music for a very long time. Um, I've been playing the piano for probably nine years. And that was my goal was to become a musician or someone who did music of some sort. But two years into college, uh, first year, actually, that wasn't it. I didn't want to do that anymore. So I started wandering around and I went to Central Michigan University and um, start wandering around the College of Engineering, taking a plastics class. My mother was a, a female mechanic for the state of Michigan. And so I tried that, hated it. Then I got into plastics, electrical, and that type of thing and honed in on manufacturing engineering. With there being a shortage of African-American women engineers, what were some barriers? <laughs> okay, barriers, I would have to say. I don't know if they'd be barriers or brick walls, but I think one of them would be being seen for who you are, one, right? They automatically assume you don't know what the hell you're talking about or that the other person is more qualified than you because of the skin color or the fact that they are male. So you had to be creative in the things that you did. You didn't want to be seen as too hostile, but sometimes you couldn't help it because of how they treated you. Uh, So it was learning to have a balance between the emotional side and the go-get-it side where you had to kind of force yourself to do more, to be more than the others. Okay, so how many years were you an engineer? About 23 years doing engineering, continuous improvement. Then after I received my master's degree in organizational management, then it was more on the management side, doing Six Sigma Lean and uh, working at, at corporate offices and working on the management piece of that, but always going back to the engineering portion. Okay, so this year you decided to change up some things. You transitioned into something new. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Something new. It is new as far as a job is concerned, but um, for the past 15 years prior to that, I was getting into herbs. So I had always gotten into herbs, I guess, after the, the birth of my son and when I got sick. And then they said thyroid was going bad, pituitary gland hormonal issues and everything, and they couldn't tell me what was going on, and they kept medicating me, I started getting more into herbs. So this transition that occurred happened organically, but yet I went through a transition in what I call when the whisper of God comes upon you and you move, and that's pretty much what I did. And so I started back to school a year and a half ago for my certified natural health practitioner's degree. And then it led me to kind of move to this um, after the last job and saying, you know what, this isn't me anymore. It's time for you to open up a shop to do and to help people to heal as the herbs have healed me. How does it feel to go from employee in a corporate world to being your own boss? Uh, Stressful. (laughs) You're it. And then I'm used to having team members that I can pass things off to. There's no pass off. It's you. So it's definitely made me hone in on the things that I was weak at 
because I'm it and I have to find strength in myself, but it definitely doesn't feel like work. I enjoy going to work every day um, and doing what I do, and I wouldn't trade it. That's great. Let's talk about your business. What is it that you do and what is unique about your business? Um, the name of the business is Blue Herbal Goddess. And I came up with that name because um, I'm into herbs and my favorite color is blue. Everybody knows that. And anybody who knows me knows my color is blue. And so when I first opened it up, it was just kind of an herbal shop where, you know, people can get herbs and learn how to heal themselves with nutrition, exercise, meditation and things like that. But it morphed into understanding spirituality, body, mind, and spirit using what God created, crystals and energy healing. Um, We do Reiki. We're soon to have uh, meditation and sound healing classes as well so that people can learn how to heal themselves through what God and earth has has given us. Do you feel this is your passion and your purpose? Uh, Yes. I'm not in doubt anymore. I used to always wander and think, What am I created for? I'm made this way for a reason. I'm stubborn yet firm. Um, I'm ambitious. I can move from, you know, at the top of a hat. I've I've known this for a while, but now I know why I'm here and this is what my purpose is. Okay, so what drives you to keep going when it's really tough? When the clients come in and you see a change in them, when you've given them guidance on something and they come in and say, I feel better, I am better, and then they move it forward and they help somebody else. That's what makes it worth it. You said it's stressful being an entrepreneur. So what are some things you do to um, have self-care for yourself? I meditate um, several times a day. I also ground myself, go to the water, air, ground myself to the earth so that I can release some of the stress. And then I also do what I'm doing, spend time with friends. Okay, that's always good. What is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? I don't have to listen to no damn body but myself. (laughs) That's what it is. It's me. And if I make a mistake, guess what? Who knows about it? Me. Um, If there's something I want to try and do, I do it. Um, I don't have to consult anybody on it. I just try it out. If it doesn't work, then I don't do it. So I like the flexibility of doing what my intuition tells me to do. And that gives me more joy than anything, I guess, being able to do that. So what has been your most satisfying moment in business? The growth of not only myself, but also the people who come inside the store. I can see it. I have a lot of repeat customers. And as they grow, I grow. And so that, to me, gives me the best satisfaction. It's not just one-sided. Okay, that's great. Now, who is your greatest inspiration? Hmm. I'm getting guidance from quite a few people and help, but I I wouldn't say, I would have to just say Almighty God at this point. That's always good. Now, what about family support? Uh, Yeah, my mama's in the shop every day. She say I work like a slave, but I really don't, right? She, (laughs) she's there, but she gets to make her own hours. She comes in and she helps. My brother comes and helps when I need him to, whether it's a repair or something. And then if I need my son to come in and help with inventory and my niece, they come in and help. So I think that's a good thing about living around family right now is I can call and get some free help and I don't have to pay them. Free help is always good, right? (laughs) I I can attest for that. Trust me. Yes. And I appreciate that so much. (laughs) So how do you plan on growing your business? I listen to the customers and the clients that come in. So 
The goal is to continue to grow as we continue to grow as a community and learning what things that they need to help support them through their journey of becoming balanced with their body, mind, and spirit. Then I'm going to grow with that. And then again, as I continue to see the growth in all of that, then grow again. So it's just a matter of watching the tide, I guess. What's next for you? I actually want to open a Smoothie King. So I think that's one of the things that I want to do is open up a franchise of Smoothie Kings, if not my own version of a Smoothie King, and start another business venture with some family and friends. And once things become legal here for what, like marijuana and then getting more into that because there is a healing to the marijuana. The marijuana can get to the cellular structure of the, the cell to help people with Parkinson's and mental illness and, and things like that, whereas it's not just used to get high. It actually has a healing purpose to it. If you had one piece of advice to someone just starting out, what would it be? Trust your instinct. That's good and easy. Now, if you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? Mm. <laughs> I have no idea. I would have to say, I don't know, it has to be something fiery because I know that's my personality. So get out of my way. <laughs> okay. That, that's a good one. Get, get out of, get my, out way. of my way. Right, that, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Okay, there you have it. So remember, we got it on record. Get, that's right. Get out of my way coming soon. So what kind of legacy would you like to leave behind? I like to leave something for my kids to be able to do and grow with and also learn from because a business isn't just a one-sided thing, right? It's not something for you to do and to be, but it's also something for you to grow with as you get older. And that's one of the things that I want to be able to do is to pass it on to my kids where they can grow with it. They can turn it into something that works for them and also the community, but know that it's not just a them issue. It's more of you have to look at the community as a whole because the earth cannot continue on the path that it is at the lower vibration. We have to keep continuing to spread love and care about one another in this journey we call life. And I like that. That's a great definition for legacy. So what is your definition of a boss? Somebody who knows who they are, stands firm in who they are, and don't take shit when they know that they deserve better. I like that. So, Nicole, any last remarks? No. I just think that people need to really take time to understand who they are. Um, and the earlier that you find that, the easier it is through, you know, for you in life, if you can sit and actually gain some inner understanding of who you are and through meditation, listening to your intuition, Stop doing and being the things that people want you to be, but learn who you are and then start to mold who you are and not allow a lot of the outside noises to kind of penetrate you through your journey. Okay, very good. Now, if someone wants more information about Blue Herbal Goddess, where can they go? Uh, you can go to bhg.com. There's information there. You can also email me at info at blueherbalgoddess.com, or you can give me a call at 931-981-9444. What about social media? Uh, I have a Facebook page called Blue Herbal Goddess, or Blue Herbal Goddess on Facebook, and also BH Goddess for on Instagram. Okay, Nicole, I want to thank you for taking the time out to share your journey with our listeners today. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. I enjoyed it, and thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. And you were tuned into another segment of Women Who Boss Up. Until next time.